Welcome to the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution. Listen to interviews with the most influential people in the insurance industry. Learn the most important strategies, tactics, trends, and challenges facing today's independent insurance agents and brokers. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit agencyrevolution.com and click media to explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers. Subscribe today and get updates delivered right to your inbox. And now, without further delay, the Connected Insurance Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Chans, co-founder of Agency Revolution. Today, delighted to be your podcast host, broadcasting from the Casita. And I welcome you to this episode of the Connected Insurance Podcast presented by Agency Revolution, creators of Attract, a powerful marketing suite that it makes it easier for you to spend less time on kind of the drudgery of marketing and the things that you don't want to do and more time on the things that you do that grow your business. Attract gives you the um, the technology and the content you need to find your ideal prospect and turn them into your best customer. You may have done this before, but if you haven't done it lately, please do it again. Now's the time. Visit agencyrevolution.com and request a demo of their award-winning software today. Uh, my guest today, I'm uh, delighted to bring back an encore des- uh, guest. Uh, I've been doing this long enough now. Um, well, now I, we we've been cel- we just celebrated our fourth anniversary, and I knew that because uh, I think I guess I posted on LinkedIn that I started this. Four years ago, and all of a sudden, I was getting lots of thank yous and, hey, you know, great job and so on and so forth. Congratulations, your anniversary. And I was thinking, what anniversary? And then I went back and I looked and I saw, my goodness, well, I've done over 200 of these podcasts and I can look back at my list of guests and I can cherry pick who can deliver something that's important and poignant right now. Well, uh, I've selected several of them that I think can really speak to the moment and really speak to 2021. My guest today, Nick Andrews, nailed it. Nick is um, the marketing project manager for Liberty Mutual. He works with independent insurance agencies from coast to coast on both strategic and tactical, technological issues uh, related to growing and independent insurance agency. So as you can imagine, I had fun with this conversation and Nick is just a great guest. You're going to get a lot of value out of this one. Uh, He talks about, well, the thing that gets his juices going is how do you scale an agency? Uh, So he'll tell a really interesting story about that. He's going to tell some really interesting stories about specific agencies and some of the, in some cases, the kind of unusual things that they're doing, uh, but also some of the core principles and the core tools, the technologies and the behaviors that, that, you probably should be um, executing and employing in your agency right now. So you're going to enjoy this conversation. Um, I'm going to take you right into it. Of course, remind you, if you haven't done this lately, please connect with me on LinkedIn and follow Agency Revolution on LinkedIn. Yeah, If we've uh, been of value to you, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, would also love to see your five-star review. Boy, that would uh, that would warm the cockles of my heart if I could see your name on a five-star review for this podcast. Um, and bingo, uh, ready to bring you into this conversation. I know you're going to enjoy it. Would lo- I, I often get feedback on LinkedIn. I often get feedback uh, by email, michael at michaeljans.com. 
Love to get your feedback. Love to get your ideas. Love to hear from you. So now, without further ado, it is my great pleasure to bring you into this conversation with my friend, Nick Andrews. Nick Andrews, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm good, Michael. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm excited about this conversation. For those who don't know you as well as I do, perhaps, uh, Nick, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and maybe how you got to um, be doing what you do now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you can see my hat, Michael, but it says UConn. I graduated from UConn in in 05, and I've been in marketing my entire 15-plus year professional career. Uh, my first job out of the gate was I worked at an advertising agency on Madison Avenue. I, I couldn't hack it. They, they ran me out of there. I, I just I couldn't hack it. I was too young, um, unexperienced, and but st- stuck with marketing. Uh, bounced around to some startups, some mid-sized companies, and fortunate enough to land at uh, Liberty Mutual, where I've been here for the past eight plus years, um, supporting our independent agency channel, helping them grow their entire book of business through marketing. Now, um, so uh, are you on the commercial side or commercial and personal? Both. So I originally just supported personal lines and now also supporting the Liberty Mutual um, small business, small commercial agents. Got it. All right. Uh, So you you work with agencies every single day, but you've been in the industry now long enough um, to, you know, definitely you're catching kind of the direction of the trends of the industry. <clears throat> what do you see as, um, what do you see as the, uh, big trends and forces that are shaping or reshaping, uh, the, well, the insurance industry and particularly the independent agency channel. The, the public health crisis that started last year, massively increased e-commerce adoption and, uh, technology and tools and services like Amazon for uh, grocery orders and and everything you can imagine. Uh, Now this has changed consumer expectations. Before there was a smaller group of the population that was expecting this instant everything type of service that companies like Google and Amazon can deliver. Now we have a much larger segment of the population who expects this. Uh, So this, uh, that public health crisis really massively uh, increased the adoption of e-commerce and with the rising consumer expectations. We're, we're now applying those consumer expectations to everything, even our local independent insurance agent. We expect that service to happen immediately. So th- uh, that strikes me as an interesting challenge for the independent agency channel. And you and I have spoken about this in that other channels um, are more streamlined, like the direct channel clearly is, um, let's, fa- let's face it folks, it's a more efficient channel. Um, and, uh, and its capacity to, uh, oh, uh, deliver speed to be more convenient. It's just more or less built. It's more easily built in or engineered into the system. Uh, we've got complexities, um, in the independent agency channel and, and strengths, which other channels don't have, uh, that, you know, clearly, uh, the people, um, the, you know, the, the, um, uh, sense of the peace of mind that having an agent can deliver to you, the expertise, the advocacy, all of those strengths come from human beings. And yet we've uh, just for so many reasons, uh, we've never been noted for speed. So I'm, I'm curious, how do you see that playing out? 
I speak with a lot of agents, Michael, and, and one common misconception across the board is that technology makes things impersonal. And I, I think that's a misconception because if used correctly, it can actually enhance personal relationships. And the majority of the industry really hangs their hat on creating these personal, authentic, meaningful relationships with their client, which is great. I agree with that 100%. But using that technology can enhance and make those even stronger if used correctly. And I think we're just at this point where we have to adopt it now because of the shift in consumer expectations. So using our strengths by building those personal relationships, just plugging that into some sort of digital first, that, that digital mindset um, needs needs to be there. Okay. Um, so when you look to the, oh, let's say midterm future, okay, 24, 36 months from now, um, how do you think the, how do you think the independent agency, um, you know, may, maybe the uh, a leading ag- agency, how does that look? differently than an agency now or an old school agency? There has to be technology like a, uh, a chatbot, right? So I, I mm-hmm. need to be able to get service 24-7, 365, wherever, whenever. Um, I'm not going to name a name here, but my independent agent, I, I have to call them. I have to leave a voicemail and I have to wait for them to get back from vacation every single time. It's 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 infuriating, to be honest with you. And it's a reason I'm going to change, right? Not having that instant service mm-hmm. is a reason people will change. You will, you will actively lose business because you're not uh, providing these customer service tools and doing business the way people want to do business. Now, you can even do really cool things like integrate chatbots into your IVR, uh, integrate into text messaging. It has to be there. Uh, so that, that's a big one. The, the chatbot is something huge. Now, imagine if I'm on your website and I'm interested uh, in, in getting a quote and I fill out a form on your website. How fast are you responding to that form? Are you sending out uh, uh-huh. e- emails for people's birthdays, for insurance reviews? There's, there's an infinite amount of things that you should be actively doing um, as an agent to build those relationships, to, to be a, a good custodian of, of my insurance and are you doing them? Ask yourself, are you actively doing these things? You can't do them all. That's the hard part with marketing. There's just so many moving pieces. How can you possibly stay on top of it? And how can you possibly stay on top of it in our new digital first world, in, in this world of rising consumer expectations where I want everything immediately? So uh, um, there, there was something you said that made me think, well, some of these digital communications can uh, they can be divided into let's say, a couple of categories. Some are responsive or reactive. So in other words, if it is, uh, you know, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. or, uh, you know, Thursday at 9.30 p.m. or something like that, and the consumer, you know, when they get the itch and they now, now they want to do something with their insurance, um, we, the, uh, I think you're saying the agency channel needs to get better at responding or re- reacting to them and, uh, chatbot technology can, um, you know, even the early ones can at least begin to provide some satisfaction to that. Right. But then there are also proactive communications so that we can be, um, present, a positive presence on an ongoing basis. 
with our customer base. Is that a uh, useful way to make the division? One, yeah. one delivers speed now, and one delivers uh, presence throughout the course of the relationship. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And it, I think it's just a matter of time before the big tech companies get there, right? I, we, uh, we've seen an attempt by Google a couple years ago that didn't really pan out. And um, some other insured tech companies are, are popping up. I, I think it's just a matter of time before I, I log on to Amazon and it's like, hey, can we quote your your homeowners? Ah, okay. Um, so when you say the big tech companies, you're not talking about just those that are within the industry providing no. solutions. You're, I think, I think you're referencing those outside the industry that might provide competition. That that's exactly right yeah. because they're getting pressure to increase shareholder value and expand into new markets. And here is what's perceived to be an, an old antiquated industry potentially ripe for you know automation. And they haven't quite figured it out yet, but I, I think it's just a matter of time. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, Nick, you had mentioned um, an agency had called you and I, they asked you, how do they get to be a hundred million dollar agency? Right. Revenue agency. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best call I've ever had in eight plus years. I, you know, I, I, listen, I, I love helping agents, but getting that call was so energizing and exciting to me. And, and it made me pause. I'm like, how do they get to a hundred million in, in, in revenue? That, that's a really interesting so, challenge. So it's my, it, it's my understanding they're roughly like maybe a $10 million agency now or something like that. So we are mm-hmm. talking about being 10 times the size they are right now, which is a pretty good definition of scale. Mm-hmm. And if they could do that, um, listeners may may want to, you know, maybe make note of this. If they could grow 25.89% per year for 10 years, they will be 10 times the size they are right now. Um, and that's not out of reach. So I'm curious what kinds of things... What kind of roadmap did you give them? What advice did you give them about scaling? Well, it's it's all about marketing automation. You have to have a technology infrastructure to, to help this scale. So let's say you're doing all these new marketing activities to support growth. Thinking things like paid search, newsletters, referral programs. You're, you're just all in on all of your, your new marketing initiatives. Now, what happens? You're getting... Uh, people asking for quotes, uh, existing customers need help with uh, servicing their policies. So how do you handle the, this huge influx? And you have to have some sort of automation infrastructure in place to handle it, to help you scale. You can't simply hire a thousand people to, to do all this work. So you need that technology backbone uh, to help you scale. And then also once you're bringing in new clients, how are you nurturing those clients? How are you turning them into advocates? Are, they, are you asking them for online reviews? Are they actively discussing you with, with their friends because of your agency's referral program? So really, it, a, a solid marketing engine at the core of an agency can almost act like, like a marketing department, your own private personal marketing department that's actively working to help you achieve scale and to handle uh, customer service because you don't want to lose retention as you grow, you want those things to grow uh, in lockstep. Um, okay, there's a lot to unpack there, Nick. Uh, <laughs> you, you jammed a lot in 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 that response, so I want to I do want to unpack some of it. Um, and so you had talked about well, let's say this this idea of a marketing department. Okay, let's mm-hmm. let's dig into that for a moment. Um, the last time that I interviewed um, Chuck Blondino. 
the legend, uh, the leg the legendary Chuck Blondino. Uh, when I when I talked to Chuck, uh, this was last year, but it was less than a year ago. I think Safeco Liberty had recently released their um, agent survey. I, I I don't recall quite what you call it. The the agency growth survey. The agency growth survey, yes. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that he reported to me was that. Uh, of those in the top tier, oh, it was 56 or 59% of them had a marketer, either full-time or part-time, but somebody who did marketing. And, the, and I had been tracking that figure over the previous, like uh, that was the third survey that I, I recall. And that number had gone up every single year. Um, so this idea of um, an agency having a marketing department is uh, really it's relatively new and i would uh, suppose that the marketer the agency marketer is probably the fastest growing new position in the industry one that to some extent you know when i started playing this game it really didn't exist mm -hmm. what do you um uh, what, what do you think is going on there why, why how, how would you explain that um that an industry that oh i you know i think it always prided itself perhaps on uh, being a sales, you know, uh, um, a sales industry, right? Agencies know how to sell, but they really didn't know how to market. How do you, how do you, um, how, how do you, ex do you think you can explain why agencies are moving towards marketing? That's a great point. And I, you, you, you nailed it when you said agencies are good at selling, they're good at servicing, principals are good at being principals. Why would you want to take your talented staff members off of what they're good at and put them on something completely different? You know, one one issue I hear is, oh, I, I'm a CSR and I just, I happen to be young. I happen to be in my 20s and 30s. So therefore, they assume I can do marketing. So I, I think there was an incorrect assumption that, oh, we can do marketing. Oh, we're good at everything else, so we can just do marketing. And, and that's just not true. Marketing is really difficult and challenging because there's so many moving pieces. There is social media itself is, is its own thing, right? Then you have SEO, paid search, email, newsletters, welcome kits, pop, and the list goes on and on and on. So it's just such a huge it's thing. Bewildering to, for, it's, it's massive. For it's bewildering for the non-marketer. It is bewildering, right? It okay. is. And then once you figure it so, out, Michael, it changes. So I think agencies are realizing, hey, you know what? This is actually a full-time position at the agency, which it is because we haven't even talked about reporting and tracking and testing and all that other stuff that's really critical to make your marketing successful. So, yeah. So, uh, so you think agencies are, are simply one, they're recognizing that, um, well, it's a profession. Marketing is a profession. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and the, certainly the tools, uh, of marketing, uh, contemporary marketing, they're available, they're everywhere. Right? That's right, and, 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 and it's not just the it's not just the insurance industry. Small business um, uh, industries uh, everywhere are adding marketing as a skill set in a way that didn't exist twenty years ago, for sure. It didn't exist ten years ago. That's exactly right. Because not only do the tools exist, but who's going to set up the tools? Who's going to maintain the tools? Who's going to write the content for that marketing automation system? It's just such a massive undertaking that you can't possibly just say, hey, hey, Miss Producer, can you spare a couple hours a day and just do our marketing? It's just not going to work. It's going to fail. Well, the, there, it also raises this other 
challenge in that um, the average agency principal, as you said, they're probably a really good insurance person. Uh, they're a good principal, but they weren't trained as a marketer. They're not a CMO. They're not. They're not a chief marketing officer. <laughs> uh, you know, they they wouldn't get a job as a as a uh, probably as a um, novice marketer and you know <laughs> anywhere else. And yet now, uh, they they have some serious responsibility to um, recruit, uh, train, manage, um, monitor, coach a marketer. And that's not their own skill set. So that is that's also a challenge that exists in the industry, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Recruiting and hiring for that position, and when you bring that marker on board, what what do you do with them? How do I teach <laughs> what, them what do they do, do? And, and how do I how do I know they're doing the right thing? That that's a challenge, and I think yeah, they're. <laughs> and, and the other thing, Michael, is that when you do market, excuse my language here, but when you do it half ass, it doesn't yeah. work. And then you'll say, right. oh, this this thing didn't work. Nick told me to do online reviews and it's not working. I tried marketing and it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So so then going back to that statement, that like the kinds of things that, that happen in marketing. Um, let, let, it raises a question, okay? So not everybody like that's listening to this call right now, okay? So I, I think that more and more people are thinking about, okay, maybe it's time I get a marketer. Or maybe it's at least time that I ask Frank or Bob or Sally, uh, you know, to spend uh, like a few hours a week on marketing. Let's get the ball rolling. But not everybody's there yet. Um, and for those who are those who are thinking about it, um, I, you know, I, I guess what I'm getting to is I don't want them to think, well, gosh, I'm, we're going to do zero marketing until I have a marketer, right? Um, where do you like agencies to start? So when we talk about marketing, you know, we're like, uh, you know, nobody goes from zero to 60 right away with it. Where do you like agencies to start marketing? There's a lot of blocking and tackling marketing activities that, that you can do. Things like going to google.com slash business, making sure that you have a claimed Google profile, all the information is updated and accurate. Um, I would strongly suggest reaching out to a website vendor to build your website. That's something that just requires money and, and no time. Um, I, I don't like to see, and you know, hey, let, let's hire my nephew, Timmy, to, to slap a website together. That, that's not good. Get, get a <laughs> professional firm to build your agency's website because those come out of the box with SEO best practices, blogs, et cetera. Um, the other thing is just make sure all your other profiles are set up and claim. Make sure your Facebook set up, your your Yelp is set up and active, um, things like that. So you can lay that groundwork, that infrastructure can be done um, without that marketer. But adding that marketer, they're going to be the person that that makes these things actually work. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and so the kinds of things they can do. So you you, you had indicated, uh, you know, the, the marketing um, spectrum is is wide, right? So on one end, <clears throat> um, everybody wants leads or prospects that jump into our funnel and uh, ultimately, you know, call the agency or reach out to the agency online and say, I want a quote. But then we've also got people who are customers and we want to make those relationships as rich and deep as possible. Um, so you know, when in your work with agency marketers, uh, what are the kinds of things that you see them doing that are, well, you know, exciting or boring? You know, like it, it doesn't even need to be like the shiny new thing. What do you see marketers doing now in agencies that are um, getting really good results, good returns? 
One thing I would love to see all of our agencies do is account rounding marketing. So this is really easy stuff. You just log into your AMS, you pull out your list of monoline home, monoline auto, or home and auto, no umbrella. The sky's the limit. Your imagination is the limit here. And craft a message to those folks trying to get them uh, to bundle and save. That's a, a very easy conceptually to understand and to execute on a marketing activity that can move the needle, Michael, literally today, right now, if you jumped on that. Um, that that's a huge yeah, one. Right. And then the agency's referral program uh, well, is um, huge. I, and, 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 I'm, and I'm pleased that you're, I'm pleased that you're starting with that stuff. Cause I, I've got a, a kind of an eight, an eight step model to scale. And I like to start with the uh, low risk, high return um, activities before we go into the higher risk, high return activities. Um, and so, so an easy place to start that's just good all around. I mean, it's like, it's like a combination of exercise and nutrition at the same time. Everybody benefits from account rounding. Clients, clients become um, more loyal. They Absolutely. retain longer. Um, and their NPS score goes up the more policies they have statistically. And then that leads to the next thing that you just talked about, uh, a referral program. Okay, so I'm a more loyal client. I'm more likely to give referrals. So what do you like to see there? Yeah, you know, the, the legacy referral program of here's a $5 uh, Starbucks card, you know, 10 bucks to the movies. That, that's just, you know, it's just old. And, and it's a, a new way of thinking need, needs to happen with referral programs. And what we're seeing, you, Michael, you referenced the agency growth survey. A lot of those high growth Safeco and Liberty Mutual independent agents have a, a referral program that's tied to local charities. There's this whole concept, new concept that I've been researching. It, it's, it's this neighborhood level marketing. So you want to be as local as you can possibly get. So what is a local, hyper-local neighborhood charity, a, a cause that's meaningful to you, your agency, uh, your agency staff members? And I apologize if you can hear my son shouting in the background there. Uh, but being involved in the community is so critical. Uh, you need to show that you're not just a business that sells insurance. We're actively trying to make our community a better place. We care. And this is how we're doing that. We donate our time and money to XYZ charity. Um, a uh, couple of minutes ago, or a few minutes ago, you mentioned something about Yelp uh, reviews, and I, I, and it reminded me of a story uh, that y you told, and I, I just heard a little bit of it last time we talked about an agency that's got, I think, more Yelp reviews or more positive Yelp reviews than anybody in the country in our industry. What's yes? What's behind that? My good close personal friend Daniel Song. Um, he is out in uh, Irvine, California, a great park insurance. You go to Google and type in great park insurance, Yelp. You're going to see the best Yelp profile in, in the country. <laughs> no, no doubt. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I mean, we're talking hundreds upon hundreds of Yelp reviews. Their entire agency is all in on Yelp. Everyone knows that this is our thing. It's one of their primary marketing tactics is, is Yelp. Um, everyone at the agency is actively asking customers for reviews, um, and, and they just have so many. They respond to everything. They're posting, Michael, thousands of pictures to their Yelp profile. And it, what's great about it is it's making the phone ring, okay? The phone's ringing up to five times a day off the strength of their uh -huh. Yelp profile. And they ask everyone, hey, how did you hear about us? And they say, oh, I found you on Yelp. 
even when people leave their agency, they try to give them such a good experience that they also ask the people who leave the agency right. to leave a Yelp review. And those people are, are leaving five-star reviews because the, the exit experience was so positive. It's just an, I've never seen an all-out assault uh-huh. on Yelp like this agency is doing, and it's paying dividends. Outstanding. All right. Um, so, Nick, um, t- I, if you would, take a moment and tell us um, – a little more about what Liberty Safeco, what we, uh, the work that you're you're doing and your department is doing with agencies. Yeah, absolutely. So my uh, team is called the Agency Capabilities and Programs Team. Um, there's about seven or eight of us on the team, and we are mm-hmm. dedicated to helping the independent agency channel grow through marketing, not just your Safeco Liberty slice, but the whole pie. So we have a full suite of programs, tools, and services like trainings and tools and content. Uh, You mentioned uh, what do you do when you hire a marketer? Well, we have something called the Marketer Development Program. You hire them, we'll train them. It's a four-week program. We'll we'll train your producers and your CSRs. We are solely dedicated to helping the independent agents grow. That's our mission, Michael. Outstanding. Yeah, okay. So... um... So, uh, Nick, if you were going to uh, deliver a message to the industry, a non-commercial message to the industry, Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a wake-up call or something you really think agency principals and agents need to pay attention to, what is it that you want to get across? Consumer expectations are forever changed uh, due to the the health crisis. Um, The massive adoption of digital and e-commerce that event caused is not going to go away. And you have to really double down on doing a business and service on your customer's terms. It's it, Unfortunately, it's not about what's convenient for me. It's what's convenient for them. So giving them a, a full suite of options and always a, thinking about what's the latest technology thing out there. Don't just brush things off because you tried it once and it didn't work. Really commit yourself to to um, adding these new technologies um, to your customer service stack, your sales stack. So things like chatbots that are obviously the next big thing. You know, how can you do something like that right now? Um, one last question. Uh, as I know, and and you had referenced that your I think your son was making a little noise in the background. You're working at home. Yes. Um, I'm working out of my casita. I've, uh, so I've, I've been a remote worker for a long time, and I maybe I'm the most remote worker in the industry out here. But um, you'd reference the uh, public health crisis, and a lot of people, of course, have been working from home. Do you see um, that that'll be a trend that'll continue in the industry? And and do you think we'll see more hybrid or virtual agencies appearing on the landscape? I do. I do. I I think it's one of those things where before that event, uh, your average agency principal might have said, no, no, that can't work. We can't work from home. Then they were forced into the situation. And now they're like, hey, hey, you know what? This works. So I I think that really shone a light on this. All the technology that's in place actually works. I do think it's going to be a permanent trend of, of a work from home. I think it's going to be, and this is just one man's opinion, more of more of a hybrid model. So some folks like myself who mm-hmm. prefer to work from home full time, other folks might pr- prefer to be in the office or maybe just a couple of days a week. Yeah, 
Yeah, and 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 uh, do you, do you think we'll see new agencies appearing on the landscape that really have no intent ever of having bricks and mortar? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, because it, yeah. it works, right? You yeah. can save yourself the overhead of of the real estate cost. Well, there is some efficiency there, right? I mean, uh, a a savvy agent could take the savings that uh, you know the considerable savings that they would have by going virtual and put that into growth. That's They'd right. be hard to stop. They would be. Yeah. It'd be hard to stop. All right. Um, Nick, if uh, listeners have questions or uh, want to find out more about what you're doing or what Safeco and Liberty are doing um, with the training programs, how can they, uh, how should they reach out? The best way to reach me and the team is agentprograms at libertymutual.com. We all monitor that email address quite attentively. So again, that's agentprograms at libertymutual.com. Agent programs at libertymutual.com. Nick, uh, once again, as always, uh, great to have you on the show. Great to see you. Thanks so and much, Michael. To, and to uh, engage with you. You bet. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Connected Insurance Podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share it with your peers and colleagues. Explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers by visiting agencyrevolution.com and clicking media. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox. New episodes every Wednesday.